good Sunday morning. You're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire to inform and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. question for you really is someone that really wanted to know the answer to this particular question. And the question is, when you need to boost your faith in the Lord, what situation do you call to mind to give you hope or that gives you hope? You know, that's a real easy one for me. And and I love the way that uh, it's written in Lamentations 3, this I recall to mind and therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Great is his faithfulness. When I think in 2015 how God brought me through Mm -hmm. the deliverance of uh, my body through cancer and he did it so miraculously. I mean, almost like your head spun around and did you really go through that? Mm. It was so quick and so God. I mean, it was so God. He did it so thoroughly and so miraculously. When I think about it, it puts praise and worship upon Mm. my lips and in my heart because I am humbled at the vastness of his mercy and love toward me. And it is of the Lord's mercies that I am not consumed. And this is why I have hope. Mm. Thank you for the question. And that was a great answer. You know, this is a continuation from last week when we talked about in my distress, I called upon the Lord. And today we're going to talk about when I remember the things of the Lord, it gives me hope. Psalm 77. I like reading it from the message Bible because it's more like uh, it has the tone in which we speak even into this day. It says in Psalms 77 it says i yelled out to my god i yelled with my might i yelled at the top of my lungs Mm -hmm. he listens i found myself in trouble and i know a lot of times we end up being in trouble and it says and went looking for my lord and it says my life was an open wound that wouldn't heal and when friends said everything will be all right you know it'll turn out all right i didn't believe a word they said says i remember God and I shake my head and it says I bow my head then wringing my hands I'm awake all night not a wink of sleep I can't even say what's bothering me I'll go over the days one by one I'll ponder the years gone by I strum my lute all through the night wondering how to get my life together and it says will the Lord walk off and leave us for good 
Will he never smile again? And I know sometimes we feel that way. It says his love, is it worn threadbare? Has his salvation promise burnt out? Has God forgotten his manners? Has he angrily stalked off and left us? Just my luck, I said. The high God goes out of business just the moment mm-hmm. I need him. I know we feel that way oftentimes. But it says this also. Once again, I go over what God has done. He is calling to remembrance the things the Lord has done for him because God is faithful. And it goes on to say, is as I laid out on the table the ancient wonders, I'll ponder all the things you've accomplished and I'll give a long loving look at your acts oh God your way is holy and it's like he's saying that because now that he's remembering he's going through all the situations and circumstances the Lord had delivered him out of it's all of a sudden his praise begin to rise up and it becomes so overwhelming to him that he says oh God your way is holy no God is great like God you're the God who makes things happen and you show everyone what you can do you pull your people out of the worst kind of trouble and rescue the children of Jacob and Joseph. I mean, that is so awesome. And it relates back to what you were saying is that you begin to start thinking about what God had done and he done it so uh, wondrously. He done it so uh, expediently. And that from that thing, praise and, and uh, adoration begins to go up to the Lord and, and in it, it gives you hope and saying, if God delivered me out of this, surely he'll deliver me out of that. And, you know, that's what we're talking about. I will remember. I will remember the goodness of God. I will remember the power of God. I will remember the mercy and the grace Mm. of God. I will remember the loving kindness of God. And when I remember, I promise you, when you remember the goodness of God, it will put a hope in you that is steadfast and unmovable. When you remember the loving kindness of of God, the infallibility of God. When you remember the miracles of God, it will put a confidence in you that cannot be shaken. It will put a praise in your spirit, a worship upon your heart. When you remember the things of God, like Jeremiah said in Lamentations, this I recall to mind, and therefore I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that I have not been consumed by my trouble, by my affliction, by my enemy, by Mm. my sorrow, by my distress. It is the Lord that has kept me and it is the Lord that has delivered me. Great is the faithfulness Faithfulness. of God. When I am unfaithful, he yet remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. What kind of God is this? When I recall, I dare you to think on the goodness of Jesus. I'm telling you the psalmist had it right when she said, when I think of the goodness Mm. of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. And I praise God for saving me. You cannot think on the goodness of a wonderful God like Jesus and not be overwhelmed, not 
have the floods of a worship and praise overtake you. You cannot think and meditate on his greatness and not come out with a hallelujah praise, with a thank you, Jesus praise, with a hallelujah. Mm. God, you are wonderful. Hallelujah. Like he said in verse 13, oh God, your way is holy. Mm. No God is great like God. When you think mm. about it, when you meditate on it, there is a praise. I've got a praise. I've got a praise and I got to get it out. God has been good mm. to me. That, that is so full. That is full. You know what? When you talk about remember, this is just a definition, small definition of remember. It means to call to mind, to bear or keep in mind, to preserve a memory. And it says to bear in mind with regard and keep as sacred a situation or to observe. And, and so a lot of times when you've gone through some things, there are some situations that you can just pick out. If someone says, what is, what is it that you remember that the Lord has done for you? There are some things that automatically come to mind. And oftentimes is when it comes to healing. And even as you were talking, I'm thinking about the same thing as well as when God had promised that the things that I was experiencing, you know, the enemy tried to bring to your mind that this is death. It's over with you. It's, it, your time has come. But when God steps in, begin to tell you, no, he's saying, listen, with your stripes, uh, with my stripes, you are healed. And when he begins to tell you that I am faithful and I'm mm. not going to allow nothing to happen to you, I'll re rebuke death. And it's those times when that thing tried to come back up on you again, you begin to stand up and say, but God says that with his stripes, I'm healed. Or, or you begin to say, God is faithful. And if he did it one time before, he'll do it again. And you'll begin to, your praise begin to elevate it. It begins to ascend up into heaven. And he says that, that your praise is like a sweet smelling savior into his nostril. I mean, it, it releases a, a scent to God where he begins to, to, to inhale and begin to uh, uh, release some things in your life in order to help you to get through the situation. I mean, when you begin to think about and remember, recall to remember. I mean, you got to recollect people, the older people would call it recollect. You know, when you begin to recall some things in your life, I mean, your praise will begin to go up before the Lord. When you are in trouble, when you are tempted, you say, God, I remember when you did this and I remember you did that for her and you know, respect to a person. So surely you're going to do it for me. Recall to mind what God has done for you. Amen. And there is no body like the Lord. I mean, when you think about it, when you think there was nobody that could deliver you, nobody that could heal you, nobody that could rescue you, your situation was hopeless. All had given up on you. Nobody gave you a chance to come out of what you were into, but then came Jesus. I mean, isn't he the one that cleans up? Isn't he the one that comes in when all hope is gone? Isn't he the the one that comes in and he will make a way in the wilderness. Isn't he the one? He's the one that comes in and cleans up all the mess and the confusion, all the dilemma and the strife. He's the one that makes everything all right. I love him because he does miracles so well. Mm. I love him because there's nothing beyond his expanse, nothing beyond his ability, nothing beyond his control. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that 
dwell therein. He can do anything and anything he needs to do for you. He will make it happen because he loves you just that much. I mean, when you think about it, when you want to know just how much, by the way, does God love me? Look upon the cross that Jesus died for you. He who knew no sin became sin for you and I. He took upon us the, the stripes and the afflictions upon his body. He paid a debt that he did not owe. We owed a debt that we could not pay. He became the propitiation for our sin. And I love him so much when you think about what he's done, when you think about who he is, when you think about where he brought you from, it puts a praise in your heart that you must glorify the name of the Lord. That's why I like in, in, in the 13th through the 15th verse, it says, Oh God, your way is holy. And this is what he says. He says, no God is great like our God. There's no one that can push back a situation that was once causing you problems. There is no one that can prevent things from happening in your life. There is no God. There are many names that people would attribute to God, but there's only one God, mm. hallelujah, that is able to keep you. There's the only one God that's able to remove mountains if it need be to get to you. There is no God that is able to heal you our God can. There's no one that can provide for you like our God. No wonder when you begin to remember, as this psalmist did here, oh God, your way is holy. There's nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. I'm telling you, don't even waste your time looking. There is nobody like Jesus. Nobody like the Lord. 
I am so glad that he is my God. I am his child. He has called me his friend, and he is my Lord. Oh, my God. Nobody like you, God. And the psalm that says, you're the God who makes things happen. Early in those in that chapter, this psalmist was in despair. This psalmist did have a lot of calamity going on. But here's the thing, and sometimes people think that that people that go to church they're unrealistic about issues of life and that they sugarcoat things and that they pretend that life's issues don't happen in their life. That really is not the case for most people. What the reality is, is that you can go through all of your troubles and dilemmas and issues of life. But when you think upon the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the faithfulness of God, you end up like this psalmist. Cause if you look, I mean, honestly, if you look up in the earlier verses of this chapter he says wait a minute God where are you God did you go where did you go father did you leave me Lord I mean you know you have felt forsaken you have wondered where is God you have found yourself in trouble and went looking for your Lord like he said in verse 2 you have wondered if your life was open was an open wound and would never be healed you have wondered why your friends have said everything was going to be all right, but you didn't believe a word that they said you have wondered what is going on with God and when you go over all of it you say will the Lord walk off and leave us for good will he never smile again you know you have wondered some of these kinds of things about God you got to start thinking on the goodness of God recalling to mind the faithfulness of the Lord because he knows that when you think on what he has done when you think on who he is when you think on where he's brought you from there is no other end to your circumstance but the praise of a God that cannot lie and cannot fail I gotta give him some glory I gotta give him some props God you are holy God you are wonderful God you have never forsaken never left me I've got an assurance that God is faithful I don't have to leave my psalm does not end with me in despair my psalm does not end with hopelessness but my psalms ends with a praise and a shout to a God who brought me through, a God who promised to deliver me. When you were talking, I thought about Philippians 4 and 8, and it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, it says think on these things. Really, this is giving us an instructions. If we find ourselves, we cannot sleep. When we find ourselves, when we're wondering what's going on and our mind is troubled, he says think on those things that are honest. Think on those things that are true. And you know what I do is when I, when I read this, it says, and whatsoever, it says, think on things that are of a good report. I begin to think of some things that, that, that I heard that were good, a report that came my way or a testimony, testimony of, the of someone else, a testimony of the righteous. I begin to think on those things or, or those things that are true, what are honest, all those things. And I begin to think on those things. And when you do, your mind will be elevated and you will go into a praise. The instructions are right here. 
here. These are instructions for us to think on those things. For victorious living. And 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, Cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Meditate on the things of God. One thing that we did in 2015 or maybe it was 2014 that we wrote our own Psalms. Yes. You you know, these Psalms were just the, the remembrance of these men, them remembering the goodness of God and how he brought them out and how he brought them through. And now they want to sing praises unto God. So we wrote our own Psalm and we wrote our own testimony about what God has done. And we put it in the form of a Psalm and we began to share what God has done in our life and how God has brought us through and how God has made us triumphant. Everyone that wrote a Psalm had not come out of what they were going through from those who were going through. Now some were unemployed. They have gainful employment. Some were going through distress, but now they have walked into the newness of life in Christ Jesus. I mean, you got to recall to mind the goodness of God and giving praise as though this thing were already done and watch him do what it is you're praising him for. That goes along with the scripture in, in verse 11 in Psalm 77 in verse 11 and 12. He says, I will remember the works of the Lord and surely I will remember thy wonders of old. And then he goes on to say, I will meditate also on all thy works. But this is the part. And he says, and I will talk of thy doings. That means there was a testimony that came out of his mouth and he told us telling people what God has done. And isn't it how you can remember what God has done for you and you begin to tell someone else what God has done and then you begin to encourage them. Their hope begins to rise because now you are telling them about the works of God and they'll say, did God do that for you? Even if they didn't say it, they're thinking that. If God did that for you, surely He'll do it for me. And as a result of your testimony, I mean, you begin to lift someone else. Or or at least even if my faith hasn't reached the point that says he will do it for me, at least I have a hope that says it it ain't going to hurt if I ask. You know, at least I know he's in the miracle working business. He healed you from cancer. He delivered you from blindness. He gave you your your sight and your hearing. And he gave you the activity of your limbs. Maybe God will do it it for me. I mean, my faith may not have reached the stratosphere that says I am healed, but my faith gives me a hope because you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for. You got to start somewhere. Right now, I got a hope. I got a hope that says God is able and then I just want to know, will you do it for me? Uh, And then God begins to do it for you and it turns your hope into concrete faith and then you begin to tell other people what he did for you and it's like fire catching hope in one from one heart to the next. If he did it for you, he might just do it for me because God is not a respecter of persons. And that's what happens with the testimony because in Revelations, it talks about they overcame by the word of their testimony and by the blood of the lamb, meaning that the testimony of God being good, the testimony of God delivering, the testimony that God defeated my enemies, the testimony that God had healed me, the testimony 
testimony that God led me on a journey and brought me through, the testimony that God had delivered, recall to mind the things that God has done. And that's how you get over. You said, wait a minute. I remember one time before when I was really aching in my body and all I did was lay hands on myself and God healed me. Oh, I remember the time when I didn't have no money and God called someone to knock on my door and give me $10 or while I was at church, they put it in my hand. Recall to remembrance the wonderful works that God, I remember the time when when they told me I wasn't able to have a child and, and the doctors gave up on me and said that there's no way that I can have a child but oh my God, three months later I got impregnated and nine months later I had not one baby but two babies. I'm telling you, when you begin to recall to mind what God has done when man has given up on you and they pronounce death or discouragement over your life, you say, but God is able. And if he did it for you, he'll do it for me. That's what he said. If you recall the testimonies, he said, you are on your way to overcoming. Dear God, we do thank you. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty and in your hand is the power to make great and the power to give strength unto all now therefore dear God we thank you and we praise your glorious name when we think of the glorious power of God the goodness of our wonderful Savior and all that you have done for us God we've got a praise in our heart and we want to get it out we want to say hallelujah salvation and glory and honor and power to the Lord our God from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same your name is great and worthy to be praised and Father we thank you for bringing us through great trials and tribulations for bringing us through floods and wilderness experiences for delivering us and rescuing us from the pit of destruction for canceling the assignment of the devil for giving us hope against hope God for giving us the ability to trust in you when everybody cast us out and gave up on us you kept on loving us and God we want to say thank you you are wonderful and you are holy you are marvelous and you are lovely there is no shadow of turning with you every time you said you would you did and father we give you praise and we give you thanks and we give you honor and we bless your name wonderful and mighty and marvelous and majestic and holy and awesome is the Lord our God God. Father, I pray even now that those listening even to this prayer would begin to recall to mind. They've been murmuring and complaining for a long time. Would you forgive them? Let them recall to mind how you brought them out, how you kept them, God. They may not have all that they want. They may not be where they want to be, but God, let them remember that they are not where they used to be. Let them remember the skid road you delivered them from. Let them remember the hell hole you brought them up out of. Let them remember the dark days when they didn't think they would make it. And God, let them recall to mind how wonderful and faithful you have been in their life. Let them proclaim out of their own mouth, the Lord is my rock and my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. You, God, are my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will remember the things of God and I will bless that wonderful name of the Lord Jesus. 
Jesus Christ. We lift this prayer. We give you honor. We find no fault in you. You have been holy and you have been marvelous and you have been wonderful. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. You have been listening to Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.